brothers and sisters. Welcome to Meaning Stream 168. We've got a very special show tonight. So get yourselves comfortable, baby. Time to be the hero.
<laughs> yeah, what's cracky, baby? Welcome, brothers and sisters. Here's the meaning stream. One, six, eight. Powerful activities only. Epic activities only. It's 2020, baby. We're about to get into that third act. We're about to get real, real deeper in this thing. You already know. You already know what time it is. And uh, it's Sunday, baby. It's the Church of Meaning. Oh, what a beautiful feeling. Raise your hands to the ceiling and say hallelujah. hallelujah. How you're feeling? How are you feeling? When I say y'all, I mean you all. That's an abbreviation. An abbreviation of you all. They say it here in Texas. They say y'all. You know, I found, uh, I think we've been saying it as well. It's a good thing to say. It feels good coming out your face, you know, y'all. Y'all, you all, you all. I mean, why waste time? Why waste time saying multiple words when you don't need to? You know, when you don't need to, you say one. Anyway, welcome, brothers and sisters. We've got a very special one tonight. A very special one tonight. Shouts out to everybody locked in. Shouts out to everybody listening uh, live. Smash that like. Let's get uh, the rest of your brothers and sisters in here. You know, let everybody get in. Make sure there's r- there's room for everybody. I think we got room. I think we got room, you know. But uh, yeah, let everybody in. You know, let them in in an orderly fashion. Smash that like so people know what's up. You gotta smash that like, otherwise Susan doesn't let people know what's going on. You know, she doesn't let people in. You gotta smash that like, baby. You gotta do that. You gotta post the link in the Discord. You gotta do all that stuff. If you don't do stuff, there is no stuff. Good news, good news, good news. Meaning Wave Masterpieces 2 will be the next album. It is nearly complete. It will feature 20, 20 unique voices, 20 unique contributions to the Meaning Wave universe. Very, 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 very epic. Very, very great and very, very powerful. I'm very excited for you to hear that. It's very near completion. It's very near completion. Uh, what was it like? I think it's like two songs to go. Two songs to go, I think. I'm doing this thing where I'm leaving the first one till last. Because I kept making my album sequentially. So the last song would be the best song. Because you get better as you go along, you know? And uh, so I'm saving the first song for last. <laughs> so the first song is just ridiculous. Because this album is crazy. This album is crazy. I'm really excited about this album. Uh, it's got some people on it that I've been wanting to integrate into the Meaning Wave universe for a long time. And, uh, you know, and so it's very exciting to get them. You know, it's very exciting to uh, get permission from some of these legendary people. We got someone on here that, like, changed my life when I was, like, a child, you know. Um, when I read, I, read, I read his book and it just changed my whole sort of uh, awareness of the world I was living in, you know. You know, you read certain things and they're just like, oh... Oh, they open up a whole new level of what, what the reality you think you live in might be, you know? Uh, we've got one of those sorts of, uh, sorts of voices. We've got uh, possibly the, I mean, I don't know if it's possible. I don't, think, I don't know if it's possible to debate this. Uh, the finest living comedian on here, you know? 
We got so many epic voices on this record, and I'm very excited for you to hear it. But um, you know, if you if you were listening to the show last night, right to the end, if you listen right to the end, you'd have heard a little preview, a little preview of of a song from this record uh, that will be coming out next week. And, uh, you know, if you didn't hear that because you weren't listening to last night's show all the way through to the end, I guess maybe I could play it for you now, you know? And it's going to come out on uh, Friday. I'll let you know the release date for the album when I have it. But uh, the album is very close to completion, like I said. It's got a couple songs left to do. And uh, my boy James out in Australia is mixing and mastering it right now. You know, he uh, one of the one of the more epic songs on there. He sent to me back today. It was sounding so good. And my only feedback was uh, bass needs to be more epic and powerful. You know, little notes like that sounded good. More epic and powerful bass, please, James. Just crank that bass a bit more. You know, um... <laughs> how's everyone doing anyway? What's up, Inside of the Ages? What's cracking, baby? Says you are epic. The Asians wants you to have a drink on me. Love you, bro. Our spirit is strong. Scooby-Doo is about lift that mask. Yo! My kid is downstairs watching Scooby-Doo right now. How do you know? Do you know? How? What? I don't think I've Instagrammed that. that, that. I haven't. Whoa, there's the synchronicity, brothers and sisters. Tonight's going to be a powerful one. Tonight is going to be a powerful one. Uh, before I play you this track and then before we get into it, we're going to do a very special Meaning Wave Live set tonight. It's going to be a Meaning Wave Live set that's going to break down. Uh, I had a tweet pop off today. Sometimes you tweet and it pops off, you know? Uh, I tweeted something and, um, you know, who's Cernovich, uh, Scott Adams, Naval, and James Altucher all retweeted it. So you know that's a good tweet. You know what I mean? If, if like... What's a trifecta, but it's four? Quatrifecta. That quatrifecta. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, the tweet read, you don't need a record label to release an album. You don't need a publisher to put out a book. You don't need an agent to produce a podcast. You live in the future. The only thing in your way is you. And that's true. That's I've been saying that shit for like 20 years. You know what I mean? But um, we're going to break that down in the form of an epic live set tonight. And it's going to break that down what that means, why that means, and what you can do about it. It's going to be practical. It's going to be mad practical, and it's going to be epic. But before we get into that, let's get that little sneak preview of the song that's coming out next Friday, baby. This is, uh, actually, I haven't named it yet. I think it's called Trees Come Out of the Air. Uh, but it might not be. The substance of trees is carbon. Where did that come from? That comes from the air. It's carbon dioxide from the air. People look at trees, and they think it comes out of the ground. The plants grow out of the ground. But if you ask where the substance comes from, you find out where does it come from. Trees come out of the air? They surely come out of the ground. No, they come out of the air. No, they come out of the air. The carbon dioxide in the air goes into the tree and it changes it, kicking out the oxygen and uh, pushing the oxygen away from the carbon and leaving the carbon substance with water. Water comes out of the ground. Only it came out of the air, didn't it? Came down from the sky. So in fact, most of the tree, almost all of the tree is out of the ground. I'm sorry, it's out of the air. Now, of course, I told you the oxygen and carbon stick together very tight. 
How is it the tree is so smart managed to take the carbon dioxide, just the carbon oxygen nicely combined, and undo that species? Ah, life. Life has some mysterious force. No, the sun is shining. And it's the sunlight that comes down and knocks its oxygen away from the carbon. So it takes sunlight to get the plant to work. And so the sun all the time is doing the work of separating the oxygen away from the carbon. The oxygen is some kind of terrible byproduct which it spits back into the air and leaving the carbon and water and stuff to make the substance of the tree. Then when we take the substance of the tree and stick it in the fireplace, there's all the oxygen made by these trees. And all the carbon would much prefer to be close together again. And once you let the heat to get it started, it continues and makes an awful lot of activity while it's going back together again. And all this nice light and everything comes up. And everything is being undone. You're going back from carbon and oxygen, back to carbon dioxide. And the light and heat that's coming out, that's the light and heat of the sun that went in. The sun that went in. So it's sort of stored sun that's coming out when you burn a log. So it's sort of stored sun that's coming out when you burn a log. Hey. So it's sort of stored sun that's coming out when you burn a log. So it's sort of stored sun that's coming out when you burn a log. So it's sort of stored sun that's coming out. When you burn a lot, so it's sort of stored sun that's coming out. When you burn a lot, one more time. So it's sort of stored sun that's coming out. When you burn a lot, so it's sort of stored sun that's coming out. When you burn a lot, so it's sort of stored sun that's coming out. When you burn a lot. So it's sort of so stored sun that's coming out when, when you burn it alive. Richard Fine Man. And Akira the Don, also a fine man. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Make some noise. Make some noise. Smash that like. That's coming out on Friday. I think. Pretty sure it is. I might swear. Maybe it'll suddenly be a different one. I might change my mind. Tomorrow is the day that that gets really certified, you know. But that definitely will be on Meaning Wave Masterpieces too. Richard Feynman and Akira the Dom. Pow, pow, pow. Epic activities only. You already know. Shouts out to everybody who likes in. We're about to go in with this very special set. Uh, Shouts out to Walking Mall Poet. Thank you for the support, bro. Says, a friend told me. He hasn't felt hope for the future in a long time. I'm crafting an email for him full of links to Meaning Wave songs. Meaning Wave exists! Yeah, it does. That, and if that don't give you hope for the future, I don't know what will. But uh, that is part of what we're up to here at Meaning Wave Central, and that is hope for the future. I'm very excited about the future. Every day I wake up mad excited about the future. You know there's something we worked on right now that's going to change the world forever in a very positive way. You know that? I tweeted something about that every day. Here's the funny thing about that statement. A, that statement is, is true, inevitably true. B, it's not just one thing. Many, many things 
I have no idea how many things, but a great many things are being worked on right now that will change the world forever in a good way, in a way that will benefit you and make uh, life for you even better and even greater. What's happening right now, James Alsace has been calling it the Great Reset. That's one way of putting it, you know. Uh, what have I been saying? I've been saying we're in the in-between. We're in saying that we're at the dawn of a new world, right? A new day is dawning. And uh, I'm very excited about it. We're about to swing into the neo-psychedelic wholesome age just as we're building this new thing. And you know, when the old thing dies, it's painful and old things make a lot of noise when they die. You know, right now there's this old thing, it's dying, it's thrashing around, it's all over the place. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not happy about the fact that it's dying. It's not happy about the fact that it, it, its power is not what it once was. Its power is gone. Once upon a time, this thing, it, it decided what you listened to. It decided what you saw. It decided what you read. It decided all of those things, and thus it was able to shape the world that you thought you lived in. It had complete control over that world and the shape of that world. That is no longer the case. That is no longer the case. And if anything is proof of that, brothers and sisters, it is this right here. Us right here is proof of that. This, I, th you know, this, I, I understand this very viscerally because I would not have been allowed to exist in the previous way of doing things. I appeared just at the right time. I had a record deal in 2004, just as the record industry was collapsing. Like, just after I got signed to uh, the biggest uh, record label on the planet, uh, the whole A&R department collapsed, and the guy who signed, like, my guy got sacked, everyone got sacked, you know? All the money just fell out the bottom of it. Everything, it all started falling apart. I've been saying for a long time, what happens to the music industry is going to happen to every one of these industries. And you see it happening right now to Hollywood. You see it happening to the universities. You see it happening to so-called journalism. All of these things, they're all collapsing. And they're collapsing because the gatekeepers no longer hold power. The old structures no longer hold up. And... Uh, they ain't necessary anymore. So I said today, when I tweeted today, you don't need a record label to release an album. You don't need a publisher to put out a book. You don't need an agent to produce a podcast. You live in the future. The only thing in your way is you. I say that from experience. Yeah, I made my own record industry. I was in the record industry for three years. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and they decided they didn't like the lyrical content of my album and that they weren't going to put it out. When they decided that, uh, I took the unprecedented move of uh, using my the money I'd got from having my uh, music appear in a Hollywood movie and buying my album back and going independent. And I, worked, and I released it with a small independent label. And then after that experience, I thought, well, why do I even need them? Why do I even need the independent label? I can work all this stuff out. I can do this stuff. I don't like the... F we had this tiny budget. I think it was like 5,000 pounds or something. And they spent most of it on a single advert in the NME, which is a music magazine. I thought, this is ridiculous. I could have made a bunch of, vi of videos and put them on Newgrounds. That, before I got the record deal, I was already blowing up because I made my own animated videos and put them on Newgrounds. I was like, 
This is stupid. You know, so I made my own industry. And while I was making my own industry, other people were making their own industries. And uh, people were self-publishing. There used to be this great stigma attached to self-publishing. They said, oh, if you, you're not, if you're, it's not, you're not real. If you, if you put out your, if you wrote your article on a blog and it wasn't in a newspaper, that's not real. If you, if you put out your book and it wasn't Simon and Soupy Pants, whatever her name is, it's not real. And uh, that was the, that was the shouts of people who wanted to be able to decide what was and wasn't uh, allowed. And we're now in the situation where self-published books outsell published books. And self-published books uh, sit on exactly the same shelf space and uh, on the internet and in stores and no one knows the difference and no one cares. People just want to read something dope. You know, it's the same with the music thing. No one cares now if it's a record label that's put it out. In fact, it's got to the point now where record labels are actually pretending, they're signing artists and the artists are pretending to not be signed because it's cooler not to be. That whole world is stupid. You don't need that world anymore. The world is gone. You don't need an agent to produce a podcast, which is the, uh, you know, you don't. You just make a podcast. And uh, it's amazing. Everything is collapsing. Everything that was in the way. Everything that was in the way is collapsing. And the only thing that's left that's in the way of you doing what you are here to do is you. And some people don't like being told that. I didn't used to like that. People used to say things like that to me. I didn't like it. I said, fuck you. How could you? How dare you? I'm poor. I'm in poverty. All these things are against me. How dare you? All this stuff is in the way. All this stuff is against me. And it wasn't until I took radical self-responsibility for my own life that anything ever changed. And it never would have changed if I had not have done that. And uh, the re- reason I did that was, well, there's lots of reasons I did that. Maybe we'll talk about those another day. Uh, and uh, maybe they'll be in these, these songs. And maybe we'll talk about them afterwards. I don't know. I think that right now we should let the music do the talking, baby. Because it was through many of the messages in these songs, and many of the voices that I integrated into these songs, that I learned the lessons that finally set me free. I've been working on this. I've been, you know, doing this, this thing I'm doing now for 20 long years, longer. And I've been outside of the, any industry and working for myself and building my own business and all that type of thing since 2007. 2007. And we're at the point now where in the past month, 153,000 people listened to our music on Spotify alone. And that has nothing to do with anything to do with the traditional uh, recording industry that pretends we don't exist and that's fine by us that's purely off of what we've built and what we've done here together you know and uh, that's happening to every industry everything you might possibly want to think of doing that those principles are starting to apply and uh, and that's a beautiful thing so make some noise baby Flood that chat with all them wave emojis. We're going to play a very epic set now. This is going to break that whole thing down. It's going to break it down, baby. You are way more powerful than you think, and you have access to way more than you realize, and your potential is limitless and limited only by your very self, baby. It's time to go forth and be mighty. Akira. He's got clout. If you can keep your head when 
and all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated. Don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master. If you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken. Twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools. Or watch the things you gave your life to broken. And stoop and build them up with worn out tools.
Jocko Willink, Rudyard Kipling. Make some noise for MAC. into one of the best schools in the world for Taekwondo. I just got lucky. I got really, really, really lucky. I became someone who I would be afraid of. You know, I became the opposite of what I was. And then I became someone who I would be afraid of. 
of what he was. What did he do that with? Did he get a magic hammer? Did he get a special gauntlet with many, many stones in it? You didn't know. He just made a decision, baby. That's all. It's a decision. It's a contract you make with yourself. In the chat right now. This one goes out to you. Bite off a little more than you can chew, you get stronger. And And you you. do that in the gym, for example, when you go lift weights. You lift weights that are a little heavier all the time. And as a consequence, you develop yourself physically and you turn into who you could be. You turn into more than you are.
you see it when Simba is being initiated by the baboon, and he ends up contemplating himself in a dark pool, and then his father appears in the sky. And then in the Pinocchio story, when he's trying to become a genuine human being, instead of a marionette pulled by other people's strings, or a liar, or a jackass, because those are his alternate destinies, he goes down to the darkest place he can find, the bottom of the ocean, and finds the biggest monster he can look at, and inside he finds his father, and then rescues him. Suffering and death 
the ever-looming presence of malevolence in your own heart and in the heart of other people. So it's evil and suffering. If you do it forthrightly, then you discover who you could be as a consequence. And who you could be is the solution to malevolence and suffering.
of your own story that at 40 years of age, stopped, got out of bed, and said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. And I'm going to get myself in shape, and I'm going to eat healthy. And I'm going to do this. Because this is, this is me now. This, this is me now. I decide that this is me. And people have to realize that you are not your past. You are not all the times you fucked up, but not all the times you were drunk. That's not you. That's, that's not you. You are the person who's learned from a great deal of experience. This, this is a battle that you will fight for the rest of your life. But the key is to fight it, not to give in. Don't give in to that resistance. Fight that resistance. And in doing so, every day you do so, you have won the battle for that day. And you will continue to fight that battle. You have to be the hero of your own story. And you can do that. You have to be the hero of your own story. And you can do that. Nice. Be the hero of your own story. Who is you? Who is you? Ow! system will set out honeypots for people to get trapped in. The ideas of retirement, the ideas of the golden years, providing you benefits, providing you a healthy work environment. Why? Well, because they want people to work for them. They don't want people to realize their own dreams and escape. They want to set it up so that you stick around. You stick around in some sort of an unsatisfying world. It's up to you to see that video game problem. See that issue as it comes up on the map and calculate your future. Shouts out everybody looked in, make some noise for yourselves, baby. Make some noise, you beautiful hero, you. You beautiful hero, you. What's cracking? Hey, what up, eccentric naturalist? Said I lost my job last month. Today I finished up training and orientation for a new job where I'm making even more money. Thank you for that inspiration and motivation, Akira. Epic activities only in 2020. Yes, my guy. Get after it! That's epic, I'm proud of you, baby. We all proud of you here in the MAZ. What up, Pizzio Kessler? Shouts out to all the mass heroes, that's right. Case says, here at the peak of recorded human history, hear them shout. Akira. Yeah. What up, Matt Lally? Says, I believe in many things. One is the ATD is great and will be on the JRE before the conclusion of 2020. Yeah! Yeah, my lolly, my guy. How you feeling out there? 
me show you my path Woo! toward figuring out the user interface. It's, it's like important it that you know how I got there so that you could have some trust that there's something to it. When I was a kid, I was influenced, as was my mother, by the book The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. This suggested that you could somehow change your life, or maybe you were changing reality, if you could simply think positively. Think positively. Think positively. Think positively. So this was my first introduction to the concept that maybe reality was not fixed, and something that you were a victim of, but rather you could do something. There was some mechanism, some technique, some tools you could use to get some control over your environment and your life, as opposed to having it control you. And that was my first thought that reality could be programmable in at least some simple sense. But of course, I embarked on a lifetime of exploration to find out if I could find out more about how to program reality. Think positively. Think positively. Think positively. How to program reality. Think positively. 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 Think I became a trained hypnotist. Of course, mushrooms let you see the world in a completely different reality. And all of these things, from studying all the different religions to doing affirmations, which is really just visualizing what you want and writing it out every day. Visualizing what you want, writing it out every day. And then learning persuasion. These all had the same cumulative effect of teaching me that reality was indeed far more subjective than you're led to believe. And when I say reality is subjective, I don't mean that there isn't some base reality that's real. What I mean is that we don't have access to it. In other words, just take religion. Two people with completely different religions can go into a store, they can shop, they can get married, have children. They don't really need to reconcile the fact that they live in different worlds. One thinks there's an afterlife, one thinks there's reincarnation, one thinks there's nothing, and yet we, we all survive and thrive and reproduce. There's nothing to suggest that our brains are the kind of brains that can understand reality. Instead, all of the evidence suggests that we can put filters, optionally, and somewhat subjectively, on our reality and the thing that we deal with is a filter. We're not dealing with the underlying reality, but our filter on it is the thing that's real to us. And you can change those filters, so that's the important part. And you can change them fairly easily. And if you find a filter that predicts better and makes you happier, well, that's the better filter, even if it isn't a better approximation of reality. What matters is you're happy. What matters is you're getting what you need out of life. Think positively. Think positively. Think positively. How to program reality. Think positively. Think positively. Think positively. Program reality. You can change those filters. Change those filters. Change those filters. How to program reality. Think positively. 
Make some noise, Gary V, baby. Make some noise, building the biggest building in town. Shouts out to the whole Maj University over there. Shouts out to the uh, Meeting Lounge over yonder. Shouts out to the whole beautiful MAC, baby. Akira. He's got clout. People want to know how to stop the laziness and they want to know how to stop the procrastination. Yeah. They have some idea in their head, you know, some kind of a, a vision of what they want to do, but they don't know where to start. And so they say, hey, where do I start? And, and when's the best time to start? Where do I start? And, and when's the best time to start? Where do I start? And, and when's the best time to start? And I have a very simple answer for that. Here. You want to improve? You want to get better? You want to get on a workout program or a clean diet? You want to start a business? You want to write a book or make a movie or build a house or a computer or put together some mobile application? itself and the, the weights out in the gym they're not going to move themselves you have to do it and you have to do it now and that means you gotta stop thinking about it and stop dreaming about it and stop researching every aspect of it and reading all about it and debating the pros and cons of it just start doing it excited about once we're outside and we're doing this in the in the world 
she must accept the frame, at least as a filter, that there could be a subjective reality and that you can, can manipulate it. You should accept that systems work better than goals. People are telling me every day that they implemented systems and it changed their life. This is one of the biggest buttons on the interface for life. If you don't like where you are and you want to go somewhere else, learn how to build systems for everything from your diet to your career to your social life, to fitness, everything. idea that if you intelligently add new talents, you become not just a little bit better, but exponentially better because talents really explode your capability and your options. So this is one of the biggest, biggest buttons of the interface to reality. It feels like it works. It feels like it works. It feels like it works. Affirmations, the idea of writing down or visualizing your, your goals, goals, seems to be something that gives you the impression that it works. And I say that very carefully. Does it work? Do affirmations change reality? I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you that when I've used them, the results I've gotten don't seem like anything could have been natural. I cured an incurable voice problem. I had ridiculous stock market luck when I used the affirmations. My career, as I told you, is just crazy. The interface to reality. It feels like it works. It feels like it works. It feels like it works. The interface to reality. It feels like it works. But I'm not going to tell you that. It feels like it works. You see these as like filters. If it feels like it works, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. If it feels like it works, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. The interface to reality. It feels like it works. It feels like it works. It feels like it works. The interface to reality. It feels like it works. But I'm not gonna tell you. It feels like it works. You see these filters. Oh man, I don't play this song enough, you know, this is one of my favorites. This is one of my favorites, baby, shouts out to Gareth Vaynerchuk. Yo, people try to win like a night for Knicks, 79 to 76. I'm out here trying to win 149 to 146. People try to win like the 94 Knicks, 79 to 76. I'm out here trying to win 149 to 146. Yo, back in the day, there was a really famous basketball college team, Loyola Marymount. They were winning college basketball games like 147 to 132. They were just run and shoot. They just pushed it. But every time I think about that team, 
think about myself as an entrepreneur often. Because once you stop hearing judgment and you're not actually worried about what people have to say, you can just go fast. You start doing shit. People try to win like the 94 Knicks, 79 to 76. I'm out here trying to win 149 to 146. People try to win like the 94 Knicks, 79 to 76. I'm out here trying to win 149 to 146. You know how many of you have a real passion for some shit that isn't cool right now, and so you're just not doing it? Yet it's exactly the right thing? The amount of friends I had back in the day that loved video games but got off of it because they didn't see a career for it who now regret at 40 because they were fucking great at it and they could be the Tony Hawk of esports right now they could have been that OG but they just didn't see it because they worried about judgment and they didn't realize the world evolved like when I was six I wanted to wash people's cars when it's snow do we have snow days here? I was shoveling snow not making snow mesh if you see what I'm doing in garage sailing around here in Jersey like I'm not doing that for show, I fucking love it. See, I got real, real, real lucky. The luckiest shit on earth is the thing you love, is the thing that you're best at. People try to win like the 94 Knicks, 79 to 76. I'm out here trying to win 149 to 146. People try to win like the 94 Knicks, 79 to 76. I'm out here trying to win 149 to 146. Yeah! Try to win like the 94 Knicks. 79 to 76. I'm out here trying to win 149 to 146. Offense. People try to win like the 94 Knicks. 79 to 76. I'm out here trying to win 149 to 146. Offense. Woo! Hey! 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 Make some noise in the chat. Shouts out to everybody in the in the submarines, you know. Shouts out to my submarine people. That was Gareth V. 94 Knicks. You get a vibe, baby. You get the vibe. Maybe there's a thing that you love. And we're in the great reset right now. It's that new dawn. Maybe that thing you love is the thing. You know, maybe that thing you love is the thing. You know, maybe that thing you love, maybe you've been like, oh man, I can't do that, the thing. That's that's not my area of like, I didn't go to university. Hey, university's a scam. Good news. Good news, everybody. It's a scam. The reason why I got everything's a scam in a neon sign in my apartment is because I think that's the most optimistic message you can think of every day. But I wanted to remind myself of that every morning when I woke up. And the reason why I think it's optimistic is that you see all these different problems, right? All these things in the world. And you're like, well, I don't understand that thing. Like, I don't understand. In my case, you know. Longevity research and science and hardware. Like, I don't understand any of these things in a deeply technical way. But I want to affect them. But I want to affect them. And a lot of the reasons why people don't go into different, like, fields is they think, well, there's this kind of, like, expert status around this field, which like, means I can't ever infiltrate it. And the thing that I want to remember every day is that, like, Expertise is a scam. Expertise is a scam. It's like a power hierarchy that's been created within an industry to prevent other people from being able to go and get into it. Everything's a scam. Everything's a scam. Everything's a scam. Everything's a scam. 
Yeah. Academia is a scam. Venture capital is a scam. Yeah. Everything's a fucking scam. Yeah. Right? You dig? But if you realize that, you can do anything. Anything. Why I think remembering everything is a scam is important is that it boosts yourself up because you remind yourself that if everything's a scam, then if you have high integrity and you want to go solve a problem, it's probably the case that it'll take you pretty far. Take you pretty far. Take you pretty far. Like more far than trying to play the traditional game, which is a scam. So, to me, everything is a scam is a not a negative thing. It's a reminder to just play the game. Any game you want to play, just go play it. It's just a fucking game. Just go play. Any game you want to play, just go play it. It's just a fucking game. You dig? Everything's a scam. Everything's a scam. Everything's a scam. Everything's a scam. Academia is a scam. Venture capital is a scam. Everything's a fucking scam. You dig? But if you realize that, then you can do anything. Anything. that your fate depends on whether or not you get your act together and to what degree you decide that you're going to live out your own genuine being. It isn't only your fate. It's the fate of everyone that you're networked with. There's seven billion people in the world, and who are you? You're just one little dust mote among that seven billion, and so it really doesn't matter what you do or don't do, but that's simply not the case. It's the wrong model, because you're at the center of a network. You're a node in a network. You're a node in a network. You're a node in a network. No, no, in a network. You'll know a thousand people at least over the course of your life. And they'll know a thousand people. And that puts you one person away from a million and two persons away from a billion. And so that's how you're connected. And the things you do, they're like dropping a stone in a pond. The ripples move outward and they affect things in ways that you can't fully comprehend. And it means that... Hey, the things that you do and you don't do are far more important than you think. More important than you think Far more important than you think The things that you do and you don't do Are far more important than you think The terror of realizing that is that it actually starts to matter what you do And you might say, well that's better than living a meaningless existence It's better for it to matter But I mean, if you really ask yourself, would you be so sure? The things that you do and you don't do Are far more important than you think More important than you think Far more important It's not so obvious to me that people would take the meaningful path. 
Now when you say, well, nihilists suffer dreadfully because there's no meaning in their life and they still suffer, yeah, but the advantage is they have no responsibility. So that's the payoff, and I actually think that's the motivation. Say, well, I can't help being nihilistic. All my belief systems have collapsed. It's like, yeah, maybe. Maybe you've just allowed them to collapse because it's a hell of a lot easier than acting them out. And the price you pay is some meaningless suffering, but you can always whine about that and people will feel sorry for you. And you have the option of taking the pathway of the martyr, so that's a pretty good deal, all things considered. Especially when the alternative is to bear your burden properly and to live forthrightly in the world. If you live a pathological life, you pathologize your society. And if enough people do that, then... It's hell. Really. Really. The things that you do and you don't do are far more important than you think. More important than you think. Far more important than you think. The things that you do and you don't do are far more important than you think. On the other side is greatness. On the other side is greatness. 
one plus one is two. But if you can get through to doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness. On the other side is greatness. 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 You know how many times I said that to myself since I made that record. Doing some stuff that's like I want to be doing this. On the other side is greatness. Being hit by some problem, you know, something, something's going wrong, something is, you know, something annoying is happening, something painful is happening. On the other side is greatness. On the other side is greatness. On the other side is greatness. On the other side of that hard work and that persistence. Yeah, dig. Work and persistence, self-reliance always, strength, perseverance, self-control, hard work and persistence, self-reliance always, cheerful, strength, perseverance, Unwavering adherence to decisions once he'd reached them. Indifference to superficial honors. Listening to anyone who could contribute to the public good. His dogged determination to treat people as they deserve. A sense of when to push and when to back off his altruism. Not expecting his friends to keep him entertained at dinner or to travel with him. And anyone who had to stay behind to take care of something always finding the same when he returned. Yeah, they did. His searching questions at meetings, a kind of single-mindedness, almost never content with first impressions or breaking up the discussion prematurely. His constancy to friends, never getting fed up with them or playing favorites. And his advanced planning, well in advance. And his discreet attentions to even minor things, his, his restrictions on acclamations. And all attempts to flatter him His constant devotion to the empire's needs His stewardship of the treasury Willingness to take responsibility And blame For both His attitude to the gods No superstitiousness His attitude to man No demagoguery No carrying favor No pandering Always sober, always steady Never vulgar or a prey to fads No carrying favor No pandering Always sober, always steady, never vulgar or a prey to fads. Hard work and persistence, self-reliance always, strength, perseverance, self-control. Hard work and persistence, self-reliance always cheerful. that fortune has supplied him in such abundance without arrogance and without apology if they were there he took advantage if not he didn't miss them no one ever called him glib or shameless or pedantic they saw him for what he was a man tested by life accomplished unswayed by flattery qualified to govern both himself and them both himself and them I. His respect for people who practiced philosophy, at least for those sincere about it, but without, without denigrating the others. 
or listening to them His ability to feel at ease with people And to put them at their ease without being pushy Hey, His willingness to take adequate care of himself Not hypochondriac obsessed with his appearance But not ignoring things either With the result that he hardly ever needed medical attention Or drugs or any sort of salve or ointment this in particular, this in particular, this in is willingness to yield the floor to experts in oratory, law, psychology, whatever, and to support them energetically so each could fulfill his potential. He respects the tradition without need to constantly congratulate himself for safeguarding traditional values. Not prone to go off on tangents or pull in all directions, but sticking with the same old places and the same old things. The way he could have one of his migraines, then go right back to what he was doing. Fresh at the top of his game That he had so few secrets Only state secrets In fact, and not all that many of those The way he kept public actions Within reasonable bounds Games building projects Because he looked to what needed doing And not the credit to be gained from doing it No bathing at strange hours No self-indulgent building projects No concern for food or the cut and colour of his clothes Or having attractive slaves He never exhibited rudeness Lost control of himself turned violent No one saw him sweat And was to be approached logically And with due consideration In a calm and orderly fashion But decisively with no loose ends You could have said of him that he knew how to enjoy and abstain from things that most find hard to abstain from And all too easy to enjoy But to be strong enough both to bear the one and be sober in the other is the mark of a man with a perfect and invincible soul Yeah! But to be strong enough both to bear the one and be sober in the other is the mark of a man with a perfect and invincible soul
similar, but everybody's different. And your attitude has a giant effect, not just on your life, but on other people's lives around you. That's the other thing about it. Those I can't catch a break guys, get them the fuck away from me. I can't be around those guys. I don't wanna hear that shit. I don't wanna hear that shit. Yeah. 
renting out your time, but you say that you will get rich by giving society what it wants, but does not yet know how to get at scale. That's right. We talked about before, money is IOUs from society saying, you did something good in the past, now here's something that we owe you for the future. And so society will pay you for creating things that it wants. But society doesn't yet know how to create those things. Society always wants new things. Society always wants new things. Society always wants new things. And if you want to be wealthy, you want to figure out which one of those things you can provide for society that it does not yet know how to get, but it will want. Anyway, almost everything in your house, in your workplace, in the street, used to be technology at one point in time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a time when oil was technology that made J.D. Rockefeller rich, cars were technology that made Henry Ford rich. Technology is just a set of things, as Alan Kay said, that don't quite work yet. Once something works, it's no longer technology. Society always wants new things. Society always wants new things. Society always wants new things. And if you want to be wealthy, you want to figure out which one of those things you can provide for society that it does not yet know how to get, but it will want. That's natural to you and within your skill set, within your capabilities. And then you have to figure out how to scale it. Because if you just build one of it, that's not enough. You've got to build thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions or billions of them. So everybody can have one. Steve Jobs and his team, of course, figured out that society would want smartphones, computer in their pocket that had all the phone capability times 100 and be easy to use. So they figured out how to build that and then they figured out how to scale it and they figured out how to get one into every first world citizen's pocket and eventually every third world citizen too. And so because of that, they're handsomely rewarded and Apple is the most valuable company in the world. First, it starts with an act of creativity. First, you create it just because you want it. You want it, and you know how to build it, and you need it, and so you build it for yourself. Then you figure out how to get it to other people, and then for a little while, rich people have it. Like, for example, rich people had chauffeurs, and then they had black town cars, and then Uber came along, and everyone's private driver was available to everybody. And now you can even see Uber pools that are replacing shuttle buses because it's more convenient. And then you get scooters, which are even for the down market of that. It's about distributing what rich people used to have to everybody. But the entrepreneur's job starts even before that, which is creation. Entrepreneurship is essentially an act of creating something new from scratch, predicting that society will want it, and then figuring out how to scale it and get it to everybody in a profitable way and self-sustaining way. Society always wants new things. Society always wants new things. Society always wants new things. And if you want to be wealthy, you want to figure out which one of those things you can provide for society that it does not yet know how to get, but it will want. Society always wants new things. Society always wants new things. Society always wants new things.
improvise for society that it does not yet know how to get, but it will want. The one thing that discipline definitely does help you with, it helps you get things done. And when you get things done, when you actually do things, you have more success. A big part of success is just not being fucking lazy and just doing yeah, it. Yeah, make some noise, baby. 90% of it is just showing yeah, up. Show it up. There and start working. Like, yeah. you're not going to feel perfect every day. Woo. If I only worked out when I felt good, Woo. I'd be a fat fuck. Because there's a lot of days I don't want to do it. I mean, it's pretty much the same with everybody that actually gets good at something. There's got to be those days you push through. They're probably going to be more numerous than the days you don't. And so the benefit of discipline in my eyes has always been that through discipline, I get things done. I'm like the most lazy, disciplined person I know. Because I don't want to do it. Through discipline, I get things done. The bro goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. This is what I do. I also think I do that discipline is a pathway to creativity. When you're on the battlefield, is an absolute exercise in creativity. How are we going to attack them? How are we going to disorganize them? How are we going to get in their heads? That's all just massive creativity. And when I look at people that are artists, I would imagine the more disciplined you are, you got to write stuff down. You got to read. You got to increase your vocabulary so that you are quicker and sharper so that when people are saying things, you have more words to battle back at them. All those things, all that freedom that you get on stage comes from the discipline. You study, you learn, you read, you write, you talk, you go through things. Is that an accurate statement? Absolutely accurate. Through discipline, I get things done. The throw goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. This is what I do. Through discipline, I get things done. The throw goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. This is what I do. Surprise guest appearance from Young Hercules there. Make some noise for Young Hercules. Well, the argument for the simulation, <laughs> I think, is quite strong. Because if you assume <laughs> any improvements at all over time, any improvement, 1%, 0.1%, just extend the time frame, make it a thousand years, a million years, the universe is 13.8 billion years old. Civilization. If you're very generous, civilization is maybe seven or eight thousand years old. If you count it from the first writing, there's nothing. There's nothing. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, then games will be indistinguishable from reality. Or civilization will end. One of those two things will occur. It's not like, like things are too dark because I think like you, you kind of have to be optimistic about the future. There's no point in being pessimistic. It's just too negative. It doesn't help. You know, I think you want to be... I mean, my theory is like you'd rather be 
million years from now, eventually it's going to end. It's just a question of when. Because it really is all about the journey. The universe as we know it will dissipate into a fine mist of cold nothingness eventually. And I think it's really just about how can we make it last longer. I'd rather be optimistic in the one than pessimistic in right. Essentially, to create things, you have to be a rational optimist. Rational in the sense that you have to see the world for what it really is, and yet you have to be optimistic about your own capabilities and your ability to get things done. We all know people who are consistently pessimistic, who will shoot down everything. Everyone in their life has like the helpful critical guy, right? He thinks he's being helpful, but he's actually being critical, and he's a downer on everything. That person will not only never do anything great in their lives, they'll prevent other people around them from doing something great. They think their job is to shoot holes in things. And it's okay to shoot holes in things as long as you come with a solution. There's also the classic like military line, either lead, follow, or get out of the way. People want a fourth option, but they don't want to lead, they don't want to follow, but they don't want to get out of the way. They want to tell you why the thing's not going to work. And all the really successful people I know have a very strong action bias. They just do things. The easiest way to figure out if something's viable or not is by doing it. So if you want to be successful in life, creating wealth or having good relationships or even being happy, you need to have an action bias towards getting what you want. And you have to be optimistic about it. Suffering unbearably 
opportunities that surround you with such crazed abundance what's the answer to the meaning of life here's an answer make some noise to joy to be peterson i was trying to solve this terrible puzzle about how it was that human beings got themselves in such a tangle about what they believe such a tangle that we were pointing the ultimate weapons of destruction at one another, which, by the way, we are still doing. I thought, okay, well, I understand that. We need our belief systems. They orient us. And that means there will be conflict between belief systems, and that can be a catastrophe, and that's being played out everywhere, again, in very many ways. What's the solution to that? Well, one possibility is there's no solution. It's just mayhem all the way around. Could be the case. But it seemed to me, as I delved into it, that the proper solution to that was to live properly, as an individual. You're more powerful than you think. Way more powerful. But only God only knows where you are. In the final analysis, you're more powerful than you think. Way more powerful. You're blind to your own weaknesses, but also blind to your own strengths. And so then I think, well, if you got your act together, it'd be better for you, and instantly it would be better for your family, assuming they wanted you to get your act together, and not everyone does. And then it would be better for the community. Like, how far could you take that? If you stopped wasting time, and if you stopped lying, and if you oriented yourself to the highest possible good that you could conceive of, and you committed to that. How much good could you do? Well, I would say... Why don't you find out? 
think you should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should find out. You're more powerful than you think. Way more powerful. God only knows where you are. And the final analysis. You're more powerful than you think. Way more powerful. You're blind to your own weaknesses. At least we can see those strengths in the final analysis. Willing to accept the responsibility. And part of the answer to that is, hey, reduce the damn responsibility hey. until it's hey. What up, William Campos? You don't have to fix everything at once. What up, Maria Lizette? Just start by fixing it. What up, Zachary Brooks? You can do it with even less self-sacrifice. You can start by fixing only the things that you want to fix. God, you can get a massive way that way. Oh, do it. See what happens. That's what you should have been taught right from the beginning. Aim at the highest good. Tool yourself into something that can attain it. And go out there and manifest it in the world. Everything that comes your way will be... Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. Hey! Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. Hey! Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. Hey! Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. Hey! Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. Hey! Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. Hey! It's up to you, baby. Only you can save mankind. If you don't make stuff. Yeah, my, my opinion is if, if, if somebody wants to stay home, they should stay home. If somebody doesn't want to stay home, they should not be compelled to stay home. Yeah. That's my opinion. If somebody doesn't like that, well, that's my opinion. Yeah. This notion, though, that you, you know you can just sort of send checks out everybody and and things will be fine, is not true. Obviously, some people have this absurd, like, uh, view that the economy is like some magic horn of plenty. Like, it just makes stuff, stuff, you know, whatever. It just there's a magic horn of plenty, and the goods and services they just come from this magic horn of plenty, and then if um, Like if somebody has more stuff than somebody else, because they took more from this magic corner plenty. <laughs> Now let me just break it to the, the fools out there. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. Yeah. So, if you don't make the food, you don't process the food, you don't transport the food, medical treatment, there's no stuff. I would become detached from reality. You can't just legislate money and solve these things. If you don't make stuff, if you don't, There is no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. If you don't make stuff, 
There's no stop if you don't make stuff. There is no stop. That's all I gotta say about that, baby. That's all I gotta say about that. You're more than who you are. Maybe would this work? If you became someone you would be afraid of, more than who you are, dreamed any dream you wanted, spoke that litany against fear to be the hero of your own movie, worked out how to program reality and built the biggest building in town. Go! Because discipline equals freedom. I mean, it feels like it works. People trying to win like the 94 Knicks, 79-76. I'm out here training one 76 offense. While everything's a scam, and you're more important than you think. Because on the other side is greatness. If you just exercise that self-control and that mind control. I want to hear that shit. This is the greatest year to be alive in the history of mankind. Society always wants new things, and discipline gets things done. I'd rather be optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right. Use that irrational optimism to build something big. What would you be like? You're more powerful than you think. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff! Yeah, <laughs> I'm God, baby. That's God. That's God. You dig? That's God right there. Shout out to everyone who's been locked in. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for uh, you know, making this, making this MAZ such a beautiful place to be, baby. You know, it's an honor and a privilege to. Uh, to serve the mighty meaning wave community and as your humble self-appointed wave lord uh you know i only hope that you will allow me to continue serving you for many many more moons baby many many more moons and many more eons to make many more tunes of righteousness and glory songs of wonder and hope and inspiration and meaning don't need motivation we got meaning discipline equals freedom it's that Meaning wave, meaning wave, meaning wave, meaning wave, meaning wave. 
It's been a beautiful thing being here in the time of Tom Hanks. And it's going to be a beautiful thing as we go into the third act of the movie that is 2020. That most auspicious year here at the peak of recorded human civilization. The Great Reset. Year Zero starts next. And we're going to be here and we're going to be ready. And then we're going to take this to the streets. We're going to take this thing to the streets, baby. Then we're going to take it to the, the new clubs, whatever they are. The new buildings, the new domes, the new amphitheaters, whatever the they are. We're going to go there. We're going to storm those Bastilles, baby. We're going to take that meaning wave. We're going to march on Washington. Meaning wave exists! We will say as we march in our thousands with some big old stick spear type situations going boom, 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 like that. You know what I mean? As beautiful days be alive, we shall shout in unison. And they shall see and they shall be glad. Oh boy, it's true, it is. It is a beautiful day to be alive. It's so nice to hear that. I've been hearing all these messages of doom and gloom and sadness, but you're right, it is a beautiful day to be alive. Look at this beautiful new day that is dawning. I had a dream of spring, and here it is. Here it is. George R. R. Martin still ain't read the book. <laughs> but spring's sprung, baby. Spring has sprung. Thank you to everyone who's been supporting. Ow, gee. Thank you, Chris Allen. Thank you, Matt Lally, you bad man. Thank you, William Campos. Thank you, Rubik's Boats Us. Thank you, Pissier Cut. Thank you, Eccentric Naturalist. Thank you, Case. Thank you, John M. Fortner. Thank you, Walking More Poet and Insight of the Ages. Shouts has everybody locked in. We're here every day at 7 p.m. CT and 7 a.m. CT tomorrow morning. You might want to join us for the Meaning Wave Morning Show. It's our 100th episode. It's episode 100 of the Meaning Wave Morning Show. 100 mornings we've been getting up and getting after it and we're celebrating that tomorrow morning so uh, please do join us we're on twitch new single dropped on friday why would anyone do drugs when they could just mow a lawn that's on all streaming services go add that to your playlist go get after it if you want to support the wave, that's one thing you can do. You can add the songs to your playlists. You know, you can make your own playlists. You can share playlists with friends. You can follow all the existing playlists and all that type of business. You know, you can do that. You can download the music on Bandcamp. You can do that. You can join this channel and get all the emojis. You can do that. You can join the Patreon. You can do that. You can get your name on the forthcoming album, Meaning Wave Masterpieces 2, on level 4 or above Patreonage. Yes, you can. You can go to MeaningWave.com and buy a fine shirt. Represent that meaning wave wherever you go. Let the people know. Meaning wave exists! That's the best thing you can do, honestly. The best thing you can do is let the people know. Meaning wave exists! There's, what, 7 billion people on this planet? I would say most of them don't yet know the meaning wave exists! And they're going to be glad when they find out, baby. You could be the person to bring that happy news. You could be the one to deliver that good news. The good news. Their life is about to get better. They're about to get the given the keys. The keys. You know what I mean? We got the keys over here. That's the thing. We got the keys. We got the secrets. We got that shit they ain't telling them at school that they should. We got that over here. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Want some meaning? 
kid wants some meaning. We got it. We got a bunch of that meaning, baby. We got a whole gang of that meaning. We got an abundance of meaning. And we spreading it around, baby. Splash, splash. Splash, 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 splash. Splash, 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 splash. splash. Meaning that, meaning that, meaning that. Woo, woo, woo. Meaning for everybody. So thank you all for being here. Make some noise for yourselves. And join me for uh, the closing the closing five, the bye five. Did we even do the international high five at the beginning? Did we forget that? How could we forget it? 100 and what is this, 68 episodes? And I still do something silly like forget to do a bye high five? That's just shocking. Shocking behavior. We better get this. We better really make this bye five count. The bye five is like the high five we do it at the end. It's like a goodbye. We bind our energies together across space and time and we take them forward into, into our lives as we progress past this wonderful highlight of our day, the, uh, the meaning stream. I mean, it's a beautiful thing, the meaning stream. It's every day. It's an epic party and it seems to get more and more epic every day. How do we manage it, M-A-Z? How do we manage it, Rhodes Mickelson? How do we manage it in Madness Lies Sanity? Huh? My first stuff, how do we did it? Caroline H, how do we did it? William Campos, how do we did it? Nightbot, my sweet, sweet Nightbot friend. How do we did it? I just don't know. But we did it, and we gonna do it again. And we gonna have a good, we gonna have a bye five. And we gonna have a good time. We gonna get loaded. On meaning. Good. That's right. Three, two, one. Bye five, bye Jove. If you want to carry on the uh, conversation, if you're locked in live, you can always go to Meaning Wave Radio 24-7. It's right there right now waiting for you. Get after it. <laughs>